everybody uh, i've got a special guest on with me today uh, you've heard him before and he's back again it's my friend john from scotland john bradley who also runs the east of scotland jet supporters club and you can find him on twitter and he'll give of how to contact him at the end of this but uh hey good morning john how are you yeah i'm really good uh feeling fairly positive uh with the the off season uh, and what we're going to do. Good. And uh, how is your bottom faring up? Because we're, we're, we're waiting for somebody to say, yes, I would like to be QB1 for the Jets this coming season. Because uh, I can tell you, mine isn't in a very good shape at the moment. <laughs> I think the, the options that are out there... Uh, there's probably two you would say definitely, but uh, another couple that you would say, yeah, maybe take them uh, on a, a last resort, but I get the feeling that the teammates are are not wanting Zach Wilson around at all now, so I'd be very surprised that if uh, we've seen Zach that's interesting. Why do you say that? That's interesting. Yeah, I've seen quite a few uh, tweets being put out this week. Uh, Mackay Beckton put a tweet out. Uh, then I've seen uh, Sauce Gardner as well putting a tweet out uh, saying that he had been speaking to uh, Derek Carr at the Pro Bowl. So it doesn't give you like a lot of faith that the the team are behind uh, Zach Wilson. Then we also had, like, during the season when they they all wore Mike White t-shirts, but in in that as well, you you had them, like, last off-season wearing Zach Wilson t-shirts, so you don't know what to take out of it. Like, are they behind Zach Wilson? Are they not? It could be just a, a front they're putting on as well. You you never know with social media. And right, yeah, I I would tend to disagree that the team aren't behind Zach Wilson. I think it's a I think it's a, a, a different um, facet that we're looking at now. Um, I would what I would imagine is going on behind the scenes is that they know that Zach isn't going to be quarterback one. Zach yeah. knows he's not going to be quarterback one. But, and I, I wouldn't think it's not that they don't want him in the team. They just realise that he's not going to be quarterback one. So, and they're probably excited 
with the names that are being banded about yeah. uh, to come in. Um, with regards to the T-shirts thing, you're right. And I, I think it's just a spur of the moment thing. Mike White's a really likable guy, and it was just a lot of excitement because of what probably what Bengals game, the whole Hall of Fame game type thing. So I'd imagine that's got something to do with it. And you're right. And the year before, um, Wilson, the T-shirts, Wilson is good and all that. It's just a bit of banter, and I wouldn't read too much into it. I know when they came out with the Mike White t-shirts, I know how that looked on the back of um, Wilson's performances being so bad. And we're not privy to what goes on in the locker room and in the training ground. So we can only imagine what was going on. But I don't think it was anything malicious towards Zach. And if it was, I'd be very, very disappointed with any player that did that, rubbing salt into a wound very disappointed and I think that's very unsporting should anything like that happen but in this case I honestly don't think it is but um, right we'll get on to the pros and cons there is a plan A there's a plan B and there's more than likely plan C plan D which we'll not go into at the moment but um, the plan A is absolutely 100% Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets Um, and there are pros and there are cons and plan B, possibly plan B, is Derek Carr coming to the Jets. Yeah. Pros and cons. So, so we'll go back to um, Aaron Rodgers. In your eyes, what do you feel are the pros and the cons? So we'll start with the pros. Do you want me to start first? Yeah. <laughs> right. These are the, these, in my eyes, these are the pros of bringing in Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a former four-time MVP also a Super Bowl winner so he hasn't really got anything to prove but he it has that pedigree that you're looking for and will instantly give your team an edge in the AFC East um, we need to co- we need to compete within the AFC East and at the moment the Bills are still top dogs and then it's it we're it, it, the rest of the teams the Dolphins and the Bills uh, Dolphins and the uh, Patriots we're all kind of in the mix and, we're, we're, and it, we're in that sort of on any given Sunday we can all beat each other kind of situation if we got Rogers in we are not necessarily playing second fiddle to the, the Bills and here's what I like the most about um, bringing in Aaron Rodgers he comes in on a one two year deal but especially a prove it deal on the, on the second year because we still don't know even after a year he might uh, turn things in he might have had enough and he might retire so Joe Douglas is not going to get burnt on him not turning up for a second year but let's just suppose that he does sign up on a two year deal what I like about that is the fact that you've still got going back to Zach Wilson he's still on the books at that point he'll be in his fourth year and when Rogers is on his fifth on his second year Zach Wilson will be, be on his fifth year which will mean he'll be wanting to get paid you either pay him or let him go so basically you've got now um, the kids idol in Aaron Rodgers who can mentor Zach Wilson in the background for two years and let's face it if the light doesn't go on after uh, after a year I think you pretty much know what you've got in Zach Wilson and the only way we're going to see Zach Wilson playing is in pre-season and what he does in training and I think that that's been the big problem with Zach though is training the speed in training is never the same speed as game time speed and you obviously haven't got that intensity of the defence bearing down on you as well largely you're protected 
redshirted within the um, organisation during training to, to reduce risks of injury, etc. So that's the pros, in, in my opinion. If you bring, bring him in, it automatically makes you a much better team. I'm stopping short of saying it makes you a playoff contender because there's so many other areas that come into, into it. For, for example, we still haven't fixed the O-line and who knows, <clears throat> the O-line may not be any better than it was last year if people drop down due to injuries again. So I'm, I'm stopping short saying it makes us a, a, a playoff team, but I'm definitely not saying it makes us a Super Bowl contender. Let's not even go down that route. Well, that's my own personal opinion. So what do you think about about the pros? Yeah, I think you've you've hit the, the nail right on the head with all the points. He's a he's a four time uh, super, uh, MVP of the league. He's won the won the Super Bowl. He, he has nothing to prove. Uh, I think he he, def, he definitely improves his team. Uh, I think on on last year's form. I think he does put us in a playoff contention. I'm not saying we're going to be uh, winning the Super Bowl, but I think he, he puts us in in that category because you, you've just got to think on on this year that we, we were only a few wins away from being in the playoffs. So I think that just pushes us over that, that edge to get into the playoffs. Uh, but the problem is within the the AFC, he's probably not the best. Like he, we're still fighting against three good quality quarterbacks as well, and uh, Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen. So that that's the that's the pros I've got. Uh, he, I think he re-energizes the the locker room as well, uh, and I think him being Zach's idol as well. That that's a big, it's a big pro. Like being mentored under your your idol, it, it's either he, he gets better, or you you see him not not making that like step up. That we we all expect. Mm -hmm. I think you make a good point there as well, and and, and I really like I, I like the point that you've made. And I, I didn't make it, but um, you've hit the nail on the head. You get someone like Aaron Rodgers comes in. We've got such a, a young locker room. Half these guys, they were probably in kindergarten when Aaron Rodgers entered the league, and you get this guy come in who is a first ballot Hall of Famer without doubt. He comes in and you're absolutely 100% right. He will energise that locker room. And you know what I say, a winning culture, it breeds winners. And it's like money makes money. And I, I think you're absolutely right on that. But um, let's wrap that up on the pros. I, mean, I think everybody knows what the pros are bringing in, in Aaron Rodgers. The cons, the cons are bringing Rodgers in. And this is where I am on this and I've kind of flip-flopped over the last couple of weeks on how I feel about it 
and as an ex-player myself the only reason I stopped playing was because I just physically couldn't play anymore because I got injured and it's not the same I know it's not the same breath because Rogers is a pro and I was an amateur but there's still that love of the game I absolutely love the game I would have done anything to have carried on playing but I can't and this worries me a little bit that at 39 years old I think he is yeah. he is thinking about throwing in the towel and I don't blame him because it's an extremely violent sport and the quarterbacks get hit are you tired look at Joe Flacco He's at, you could tell Joe Flacco is absolutely tired of getting the snot kicked out of him every time he walked out onto the field I mean you see the look on his face I've got to go in Jesus what am I doing here so I wouldn't blame Aaron Rodgers for that so it, it, it what the biggest question I've got for Aaron Rodgers do you still love the game? If you still love the game, there isn't really a decision to make about whether you want to retire or not. You want to keep playing. And if that's the case, why would you want to leave Green Bay? And Because that's been your spiritual home for countless seasons with them. And I would imagine that he would want to re retire as a Packer. So I, I, that bothers me a lot. Then he comes on to the second part of this is if he because he has fallen out with the Packers where it looks that way it certainly looks that way the Packers are making all the noises and obviously um, Aaron Rodgers has kept absolutely watertight with um, stuff getting out so if, if you hear any rumours do not believe them because Carl's camp sorry Carl Rodgers' camp is uh, as I say watertight there's nothing coming out there's only a few people that know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers and they're his best friends and they're not going to say anything so if you hear anything other than that it's BS but if he is considering leaving the Packers and going for another team then you have to look at what kind of team is he going to want he's going to want a contender now instantly the Packers are not going to let him go to an another NFC um, franchise so that automatically cuts out a load of teams so now you've just got the AFC and there's a lot of AFC teams that have already got their quarterbacks in place so there's, there's only a few like the Raiders like the Jets that are in the position to be able to offer um, Rogers contract because a lot of them they can't even they can't even afford him so I think it comes down to the Raiders and the Jets yeah, and, now, and we all know the love that um, Rogers has for the West Coast. He's a West Coast kid. His friends there. He's just bought a house there. It wouldn't surprise me at all if he ends up going there. But he's not going to win anything with the Raiders. If he comes to the Jets, he stands a really good chance of winning something with the Jets. He a much better team and possibly a playoff depending on how the draft goes and depending on players that we get back AVT Brees Hall uh, Beckton so we need all these pieces to fall into place we also need more depth pieces to be put into place but we are in a better position than the Raiders and with a little bit of reshuffling of um, contracts and what have you I think Joe Douglas could make that work and we could very easily accommodate uh, Aaron Rodgers into this team but that is the con for me. The biggest con for me is whether he still loves the game. Because what I wouldn't want to happen is he comes in for a year and then he, he thinks, you know what? 
I made the wrong decision. I'll, at the end of this season, I'm going to retire. And then he hasn't got his heart and soul in the game. If you look at his last four seasons, he's been on a decline for the last four seasons. Some of that is, hasn't been his fault due to not having weapons, uh, bad O-line play, and probably things going on behind the scenes with management and coaching that hasn't impressed him and I think there's a little bit of his ego gets in the way as well so that's that's uh, as far as I'm concerned that is the biggest con I've got with getting Rogers in is he comes in and then thinks I actually don't want to be here and then he doesn't play that is that for me is the biggest warnings warning sign with him so what do you think the con wise John I think it's the the, the the biggest alarming one is the, his love of the game. Does he want to just just call it quits when he's ahead of the the game as such? He's as we we know he's not injured at the moment. He's fair, fairly healthy, so he'd be just going out on his terms. Uh, but I think like the the other con is he he gets a fairly like the the media market up in Green Bay is not in, as intense as it is in New York. If if he doesn't get this, if he does decide that he wants to come to New York and he doesn't get that team uh, playing well, he he's going to be in the firing line. And that that may be the 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 reason. After a, a year, he just says, "I don't want a part of this anymore." Yeah. Uh, but you you and I think like the the other cons for me is what you would potentially need to give up to to get a Rogers as well. Uh, the 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 cap. Uh, that can all be be sorted out, but personally, I don't want to be giving too much of our draft capital away to to get a player who may only be in the league for two years as well. Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Point. For some reason, I forgot to mention that. But I'm glad that you brought it up, and you're absolutely right. And it goes back to what I was saying as well. Um, the play, the pieces that we need to get in, we still need a high-level calibre left slash right tackle because we just can't rely. I know that um, the injuries that Beckton had were super unusual and it wasn't his fault that he got them. It wasn't like he, he pulled a muscle in, in the gym or something like that or he, or he got injured. They were freak accidents that happened to him. And he does look really good and fingers crossed that he comes back healthy. But as we saw um, this year, how, I can't remember how many tackles did we go through? Something like seven tackles, five yeah. or seven tackles or something. Absolutely insane. So we have got an issue with um, injuries within the team. And it's been that way. I have to say last better than the previous two years that were under Gase. Sorry, three years ago. So our injuries, they are getting better. But going back to what you were saying, yeah, we can address some of these issues um, getting players in through through 
But if we're going to go after Rogers now, all of a sudden, all that cap room that Joe Douglas will get free, we're putting investing a lot of Aaron Rodgers and, and the draft capital. What are they going to want? I don't think. I don't think that Green Bay would even get two firsts for Aaron Rodgers simply from the fact was that the pool of Rodgers it isn't that big because most teams are sorted out as a quarterback and again it's just the AFC that you're going to be dealing with so if anything I would would imagine that he would go for a second and possibly a conditional third next year but I don't think that he'll go for a, a two firsts definitely not two firsts but uh, going back to what you were saying though if you start giving up draft capital you're now limiting the amount of protection and or weapons that you can give him so it's kind of counterproductive really isn't it yeah so right I think we've done the pros and cons so now we have to get into so would you want Aaron Rodgers in as your QB1 next year based on what we've just said No, I don't. Yeah, I have to. I, I tend to agree with you, and it's it's uh, the percentage of me. I mean, it's like forty nine fifty one in favour of no. It's that close because of what we talked about before of what he could bring to Zach Wilson. Because if Zach Wilson, we know he's got the he's got the tools. It's just what's going on in his head, and if he can sort sort that out. We've got a QB one in the wings, which would and a very young player for years and years to come, and that would honestly sort out so many problems. But in the short term, we we are nailing our colours to a mast with a quarterback that may or may not want to be here this year and or next year, and he may not even bring Zach Wilson on. He may not be want to even mentor Zach Wilson. There's a lot of what ifs. So, on that basis, I'm with you, John, and Aaron Rodgers would not be my QB1, which brings us on to who would be your QB1? Derek Carr? Well, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I think it's a a hard... I thought I was going to sneeze there, sorry. Uh, yeah. Excuse right. me. The, 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 <laughs> while you're sneezing, I'll carry on. Um, the, the things with, we'll, we'll go with Derek Carr as being, because they are, at the moment, they are the two quarterbacks that everyone's talking about, and the probability is it's going to be one or the other. The yeah. pros with Derek Carr are he's still a young quarterback. I forget exactly how old he is. I think he's just in his 30s, I think he is now. I, I think he just turned 30. There you go. So, he's potentially, he's got an, he's got about another six, seven decent years in him. <clears throat> the pros are, he is a pro-ready quarterback. Where he ranks in the NFL at the moment, I'm not quite sure. A top 12 in the NFL, in my opinion. If he came to us, and I think he could be as good as I think he could be, I think he could possibly be a top eight, top six, maybe even top five quarterback. I think he's got all the 
tough player. He's tough and rarely misses games. He responds well to coaching. He's intelligent. He's athletic. And he's a big guy as well. So we we don't seem to be getting very big quarterbacks in at the Jets at the moment. They all seem to be sort of 6'2", 6'3". But I think think Carr's something like about 6'5", 220 pounds, something like that. So he's a big guy. I like that. And the pros are, he will come in and he will be able to pick up where he left off with Hackett because he's worked with Hackett before. Um, Also, need to mention, um, the Jets have just hired uh, Todd Downing. And I think he's worked with um, Derek Carr before as well. Uh, I'm just reading up on this now. Yeah. Downing was the Raiders quarterbacks coach in 2015 and 2016 and then their coordinator in 2017 uh, which produced three Pro Bowl years for Carr so he can work with Carr and that's really good so now we've got an interesting situation because Hackett's worked with um, Aaron Rodgers and now we've got Downing who's going to be the play caller passing passing, uh, coordinator and he's worked with um, Derek Carr as well so we've got all these little links I'm not that impressed with the coaches that we've been um, getting in when you see the likes of Todd Munkin getting an offensive coordinator's job Enemy getting an offensive coordinator's job assistant head coach as well and it's a long time coming the enemy needs to be a head coach as does Todd Munkin and while we're on about that Mike Westhoff our ex-legendary special teams uh, coach he's now joined the, the, the Broncos and he is also an assistant head coach and yeah. it, it gets better for, <laughs> for the Broncos because it's looking like uh, Rex Ryan our sexy Rexy is also going to be joining joining Sean Payton. My God, what a beast they are cooking over at the Broncos. Sean Payton running the offense, Rex Ryan running the defense, Mike Westhoff running special teams. Ouch. The only thing that the Broncos won't have is a lot of uh, draft capital and possibly any cash. So I'm not quite sure how they're going to staff that. But that's going right off on a tangent. We need to get back onto uh, Derek Carr. So the pros are, he's a he is an elite quarterback within the league or he has the potential to be an elite quarterback for any of those that have just shouted at me so what do you think the the pros getting Derek Carr in John what are the pros I think the pros are he's proved that he can do it in the league uh, consistently Uh, personally I think uh, I at the Raider, like I think it's a quite the the Raiders have treated them quite badly in the the last like eighteen months as such. Uh, so I think it he he's definitely uh, been released. So it's a pro. So you'll not need to like uh, give any draft capital up uh, as well. So that's another pro for me. I'm trying. But yeah, it he comes in there. He, I think the the one that you pr- uh, said as well about him being a lot younger than Rogers as well. So uh, 
if you're looking at getting uh, um in a a longer term situation then yeah absolutely the thing is getting uh, <laughs> the thing is with getting Derek Carr in uh, again I would Derek Carr is actually in the building as we speak he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's visiting with the Jets and if I'm if I'm he's in all weekend as well yeah this isn't just one visit he's in all weekend the flip side of this is as well there are other teams uh, Carolina on the east coast that he'll also be visiting with as well so but uh, he is in for the weekend you're right if I'm Joe Douglas I am chaining the doors at one jet drive and I'm not letting him leave uh, the thing is if we do get Derek Carr in then I'm not saying that he will be gone right away but it pretty much spells the end of Zach Wilson uh, what I think they will do if they if Carr does come to us, fingers crossed, is they do keep Zach Wilson on, they develop him, and hopefully uh, can trade him for something more than a yeah. bucket of yeah. broken chisels, which is what he's worth at the moment to anyone in the league. Do you know what I reckon could happen? <laughs> at, at that point, I think Russell Wilson, in a year or a year's time, may be looking to move on. Wouldn't it be just the jettest thing ever if we end up trading Zach Wilson to the Broncos with Sean Payton. My God, that scares me. But um, <laughs> I hope I'm not revisiting this podcast in a year or, or two's time saying, listen, this is what I said. But um, yeah, I think the, the pros far outweigh the cons getting Derek Carr in to the Jets. And it makes so much sense. And as you rightly pointed, with trading for... Um, Rogers, we won't have to give up any draft capital, so all our draft capital can go in to protecting him, getting him more weapons, solidifying our offensive line, solidifying that offense, solidifying the defense. And let's face it, Derek Carr has never had a defense since he's been with the Raiders that could help him, which is why some of his stats are so skewed because he's always playing catch up. Uh, and it, affect, it does affect your QBR rating so he's not ranked higher which is why I said what I said was okay he might not be elite at the moment but I think he has the ability to be elite when you've got someone like Garrett Wilson who's going over a thousand yards with four pretty bad quarterbacks all year in his rookie year that's incredible and now you've got Brees Hall coming back you can say that will be his Josh Jacobs we've got so much to look forward to and to be honest the more I think about having Derek Carr under centre the more excited I get again on short term Aaron Rodgers does he really give you that much more than Derek Carr would so you've got one QB that's coming he's ageing and possibly on the slide and you've got another one that still hasn't really hit his stride and is hungry for success I know which way I'm going do you agree with that? yeah I think uh, the the only concerning factor uh, for for me with Carr is uh, he's not performed well in colder weather. Uh, he's always been uh, better in the warmer weather, but I think that's something that can be coached on uh, personally. 
but that that's probably a concern. That that's probably my my only concern at this moment. Yeah, I, I would I would think it's just a, it's it's like when we go on holiday. Traditionally, our weather isn't very warm where we and yeah. when we go somewhere hot initially for the first couple of days we struggle a little bit in the heat and converse i mean i, I go i've had a lot of cold weather um, holidays in the mountains and what have you over in uh, france and italy and the pyrenees in the alps and i would say you know it takes me a, a day or so before i stop feeling the cold i don't think it's any different if once you move somewhere and you acclimatize to that climate you take it on board he'll be going to training and he'll be acclimatizing in training and I, I think this whole car can't play in cold weather thing is baloney I think um, yeah he's another weapon you know he's a human being you know we, we adapt and I don't think that that would be an issue but hopefully if he does come and play for us that won't come and bite me for saying that later on but uh, right so if it wasn't Carl if it wasn't Rogers, who else would you be wanting to come to Florham Park? None of the other options stick out for me. Like Lamar, Lamar Jackson, I just don't see it happening. And like I've had this conversation with with a few like uh, other Jets fans. Is I, me personally. I prefer a, a gunslinging quarterback. I don't like like this like Michael Vick like hybrid quarterback too. And we've already like chatted about this. It, like he's he's missed a lot of games as well. So you would need to give like I think they would want at least three firsts. Yeah, uh, maybe more. Uh, then you've got. The, the cap hit as well he, he's wanting to get paid as well so you've got that on top of it do you yeah. do you uh do you decide not to uh resign uh Quinnen up to to bring Lamar Jackson in that that that's probably with, with some, Lamar with some Jets fans they've absolutely completely lost the plot because they're talking about trading Quinnen in part of a deal for Lamar Jackson which is just absolutely insane I, I understand I mean, it though because like I, I do understand it because in fairness Quinnen has only had one elite season and uh, and that was just last season he was like he was totally bossing it uh, but as we've seen on that line when when he was like down injured like the the line fell to bits so i would i would like to see him uh resigned personally there's a reason why we have a top four defense and quinn and williams is largely uh yeah the linchpin yeah. of, yeah. of that defense uh Oh, we're slightly disagreeing. He hasn't had... I think he's been very, very good. And box scores and stats sometimes don't tell yeah. the, the full story. Like, QB hits isn't a, a stat. Pressures isn't really a stat. It, a lot of people go on sacks as being the stat that dictates how we feel about a player. 
Uh, it's just what he brings to the table, the double teams, the triple teams that he's been getting. But we'd—I'd like us to see if we could get another. If Sheldon Rankins doesn't resign, I would like to see us um, get another uh, DT in the draft. Yeah, but you're right. Going back to Lamar Jackson, I think it's something like about 33% of games he's missed since he's been a quarterback. And I'm yep. with you. Uh, the, the thing is, it, these scrambling quarterbacks, these slashes, running back quarterbacks, these hybrid quarterbacks, it's high risk, high reward. It's very difficult to, to um, game plan a defense with these guys, which is why they are so successful. You just don't know what they're going to do next. It's the unpredictability of it. When they're running, If you are facing a Quincy Williams or um, there's only so many times you can get up from these hits, so I'm, I'm kind of with you on that one. Um, they're not my favourite type of quarterback. I much prefer a gunslinger or a pocket passer. That's that's just my own personal preference. However, I don't think that Lamar Jackson is viable. Um, target for the Jets for all the reasons that you've said how much we would have to give up or could you your future for the next two or three years on someone that may or may not be and he'll be getting Mm. paid and will that turn his head and too many what ifs for me again I just He was our number one target. I still would be up for it. As I say, for, for me, I'm, I'm all in on Derek Carr. But, um, right, that's about it. So we've done the uh, we've done the pros and the cons of uh, Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr. And as you can probably hear, my voice is starting to pack up again. <laughs> I haven't been very well this last week, so hopefully um, I'll be back, John. Where can people find you on social media? You want to give out your details? Yeah, you can you can find uh, me on uh, Twitter at uh, at Jamble Bradley twenty six, and I also run the the East of Scotland uh, Jet Supporters Club. Uh, the Twitter handle for that is uh, East Scotland NY Jets. Uh, that's where you can. That's where I'm. I'm mostly active on as well so it's been a funny season especially this off season hasn't it uh just yeah. twitter at the moment is very very quiet and some of the usual posters that are on there they're not on there at the moment so they're having a bit of a hiatus i'm guessing uh, it's going to be a long off season and yeah. um, i think the next time that we actually meet up will probably be the draft hopefully yeah yeah we're um, only a couple of weeks away from the the combine as well so this is true which is i always enjoy the combine i don't read too much into it but i do enjoy the combine but um hopefully we'll all be meeting up us uk jets fans down in london or wherever the draft party will be this year if we get one because we might not have any draft picks yeah that's very true (laughs) in which case we'll have to meet up anyway and just get slaughtered (laughs) hey john it's as usual, it's always been a pleasure talking to you, my friend. And um, hopefully we'll be back on here soon and we'll be talking about some positive stuff 
about yeah. quarterbacks and our beloved New York Jets. Yep. Love you, brother. Nice chatting to you. And always, go Jets. Go Jets.